Listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston, and tonight I'm joined by my fellow genie, my good friend Taylor. We're finally free. How are you doing tonight, man? Uh, I just don't want to talk about anything genie related. After watching Wonder Woman eighty four, all I think There's about a genie is in it? dude, all I think about is the villain being a genie and magic wishes happening. I just don't want to think about that. But you know what? I'm happy to be here tonight. I just Oh my God, Genie and Wishes just don't sit well with me right now. <laughs> they just don't. Well, that's all I was, all I was thinking about. It was like, as soon as the season was over, be like, you're free, Genie. And now we can talk about really good football and playoff football. Like, the NFL season isn't over yet because I think we're just getting started, but we're free from having to spend three hours every Sunday just watching the absolute dredges of the NFL. So today, I got to watch Houston Texans play the Tennessee Titans. So the. What station? Hold on, hold on. What station was I on here? Somehow with CBS. Oh, I had it. No, I had to stream it off like Reddit. Okay, I'm in Texas, and you you are in Texas. Yes, and you have to stream. Yes, in order for you to get the Houston Texans yes. game. And because you know what I had to watch was the Arizona Rams game. I'm sure that was fun. You know what was a total piece of dog crap? Arizona the Arizona Rams, Rams game. Just going to throw that out there. I'd much rather watch the <laughs> ending being a field goal than yeah, anything else. Well, um, so I don't know. I've been having to stream it like this for the last like month or so. Well, I kind of like it. It's kind of nice because I can just pull up on the computer and sit here and I don't know. I thought CBS wasn't allowed NFC games. They are. They, it's all been wonky this year. Oh my! There's been no God. rules. The yeah, tops no have been rules. off. <laughs> yeah. It's the old west. Yeah, there's public displays of nudity allowed this year. Love it. So Houston loses forty-one thirty-eight. Um, the last drive, like so. Tennessee runs uh, this is my favorite play in the league right now it's when Tennessee runs his own read in the red zone with Derrick Henry Ryan Tanhill. every time they run it 17 guys run to Derrick Henry I was gonna say they just go that one way yes and then, and they then go the Tannehill's other way. wide open <laughs> and then all it is. every time he does he celebrates with the layup which is the widest thing in the world and I love it <laughs> and uh, I'm like yeah you love the widest thing yes that's <laughs> yeah, okay it's like see dunking is overrated even though I, I'm even I know I'm six foot six. You know, it takes me a while to be able to dunk, and it's very overrated to be able to dunk or not. Um, but so he hits that. Then Houston comes back. D- D- like um, Deshaun Watson scrambles in the pocket. He finds David Johnson on a dump off, and then at that dump off, David Johnson takes off 31 yards. Then Deshaun Watson hits Kiki Cutie down the sideline because Adore Jackson underplays the ball. Now they're set up, and then Watson hits Chad Hans in the hands on third and ten. Hanson drops it. Now we have 51 yard Jaime Fairbairn field goal. Fairbairn's the third highest k- paid kicker in the NFL. Awful. Is he really? Past 50 yards. I don't yards. think we've talked about that. Wait, wait, is he really? Third highest paid kicker. How? Wait, because what? Of Bill, because of Bill O'Brien. Okay, I really had no Bill idea. Bill O'Brien no. Tucker? Who else? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> okay, go, that just blew my mind. I don't okay, feel like okay. going through the yeah, list. Yeah, that's now. fair. That's fair. Is he a third or fourth? But he's that's one, weirdest yes. thing I've ever heard. It's because Bill O'Brien had no idea, like, what the monetary value is of a player. That's an thing. Did he have a budget or anything? No, he had no. He's just like, this is what guys are really worth, Bill. Really, what he was doing, it's like when you make a mix during the shot glass, and you're like, 
Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, All right, two seconds. Put your One, finger in it. Give two. it a little taste. Yo, if you if you're good with that, I'm good. That yeah, we'll do that. Uh, but <laughs> so Fairbairn, good from. You know, like if the kick is all right, he's good forty yards or less, but he's bad extra points and fifty plus yard field goals, and he rocks a fifty one yard field goal um, to tie it. But then the Titans get the ball three timeouts, like seventeen seconds. That's all I need. They play two safeties deep. You get AJ Brown on Keon Crossin. Then you watch both safeties go like this, and the middle of the field's wide open for AJ Brown, and you're like, "What are you even doing?" You know, and like, I want to go home. That's what it's called. I want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> separated. I want to go home. This is how you know. Oh man, but like, and I think it was such a beautiful end to the season because one of the problems that the Texans have had all year is one, they lose close games. They were nine and three one score games, including the postseason. This year, they finished two and eight one score games. Uh, and I go by eight points or less because you can always get the two-point conversion, you know. And so that portion of it. But the second thing, too, is that Anthony Weaver was taking on a defense that got actively worse this offseason. They added Eric Murray. They lost Tayshawn Gibson Derek, and DJ Reader. And their entire draft, like, nobody contributed all this year as well, too. Their players they already had got worse. And Anthony Weaver just made, like, just dozens of just, like, confoundingly dumb decisions all year long after, like, saying all the right things, me talked of being a really good defensive coordinator. And so here it is, the last play of the regular season, and you go, <laughs> Dude, you say, I want to go home. That's what it means. You separate the guys going from toe-to-toe into the field. It was, I mean, it was unbelievable. And it was just like, this is what we've been seeing all year from him, you know? And it was a great throw, a great catch by Brown. Like, Tannehill's been doing it all year, though, like, on these deep passes. Just absolutely perfect. He's just reading the defense pretty well. Because I get what you're saying with Houston, but I feel like you've been complaining all year about this Houston defense. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's one single player that you are a fan of. I mean, I love J.J. Uh, Justin Reed's uh, good. But I even feel like that I've given more credit to J.J. And you're kind of like it's an old man tour type thing. For sure. Yeah, you don't seem like very positive. But like his watch and play hard for the first six weeks against the run. He was saving himself for the pass and he wasn't a very good pass rusher. But that's what I mean. It's yeah. like, yeah, you like JJ, yeah, but then I mean, you kind of just like throw JJ's, him under the bus. Yeah. Hey, JJ, I like you, but let me <laughs> back up this bus on you real quick. Here. Yeah, but he's not like a twenty point five million dollar player anymore. That's I, the point I get of it. That. He's not JJ anymore. And like he's had some good games, he's had some moments, but he wasn't wad at all anymore this year. Um, and so like that portion of it was a little frustrating, of course. But yeah, I mean like him, Justin Reed, like Zach Cunningham is okay, but he's not. Here's twelve million dollars a year. And to anchor down a front seven, which he cannot do. Because you know why he was good last year? He'd play on the backside every play. And you'd see Reader and Menardrick McKinney just like taking on five guys at once. And Cunningham would stand there and then just run past offensive guards, offensive tackles, trying to reach them backside and just deliver kill shots. Like this is the easiest job in football. They found a perfect spot for him. They got the utmost out of him. And now they're paying him to be like the anchor of front seven. And he isn't that sort of player. But he did have one play today where he was being blocked. And he spun out of the block with his eyes closed and his arms stuck out and punched the ball at Derrick Henry's hand. It was like a pinata. He was blindfolded hitting a pinata. Yeah, yeah. But did he make contact with the pinata? Yeah, he hit the ball. It was if beautiful. He made the ball, if he made contact with the ball, regardless if the eyes are closed, guess what? Eli Manning's eyes were closed when he made the downfield pass in the Super Bowl. That's and fair. People make fun of it, but guess what happened? You made the play. Yeah, if I, you make the play, you make the play. He, you ma- he made the, the play. The he ma- yeah, and today he made a great play. All right. By, by uh, playing pinata. Fine. Uh, but like all throughout this he year, got the though, candy. it's been a problem though for him. From like him like anchoring down a front seven, being the leader of it. He's just not that sort of player. But he's paid like 
the linebacker you need him to be, which he isn't at all. Like he should be doing that every game. But even like that, even being said, it's <laughs> like a once in a lifetime. Even play. like got weirded out by me saying that. Yeah, because that's a once in a lifetime play. Uh, but so then after Tannehill hits the pass to AJ Brown, then they ran the ball to Derrick Henry. You know, set it up to actually you know go out there and kick the field goal. And the first one, Romeo Cornell ices, of course, because you know he's seventy eight years old and doesn't know that yeah. icing doesn't matter at all. But it kind of works because the second kick and the kick kicker, I think his name is Chad. It's his first name. I know his last name is Sloman. Enormous guy. He's a real tank. He's a real chonker of a kicker. I don't know who uh, that is. He's like their third string kicker because I guess Kostowski's hurt. Is that doing them a favor? Maybe. I don't uh, know. I'm just really asking um, a question there. But I did enjoy how like heavy set Sloman was. But he comes in, his second kick attempt, it's trailing why is trailing wide right? You're like, oh my god, <laughs> we're it. it's going in overtime. I can't believe we're gonna do this still. And then it hits the goalpost, like in the center of it, not even like the inside. And then somehow, like, spun and then flipped around through the goalpost. And the Titans went in overtime and they clinched the AFC South. And uh, the Colts end up, you know, being a wild card team instead. And you know what, I would do right now if I'm the Tennessee Titans, even if Goskowski is healthy, you immediately keep that guy. That confidence now okay. for that kicker is just That's soaring magic. through the roof. That's also magic, exactly. too. If he missed that kick, you probably, no matter what, whoever returns from being healthy, you put him back. Yeah. However... Dude, that's confidence now. What that kid now gets is the ultimate boost. And even if it's a crappy kick, which, by the way, of course it is. Don't ever get me started about crappy kicks. You want me to go back to the Mason Crosby, Dallas Cowboys, in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium with Dak Prescott's rookie year where it went right. Yeah. And then a fan blew it left. <laughs> that is what happened. There is no or, other uh, way to explain it. Yeah. Yeah, that make, reminds me of two is whenever Bridgewater is playing Seattle in the playoffs outside in like seven degrees. And then they have the kick that would have won the game that went wide right. And then it was like a meme in like 2015 or whatever the year it was. And the meme was Lance Stevenson blowing the ball <laughs> or whatever he was blowing LeBron's ear that postseason. By the way, that is still the greatest tactic I've ever heard of. Yeah, I love I'm just going to blow in your ear to distract you. If an NFL player did that, what, instead of the fighting that you have to he see, in this case with Tulsa, oh my God, do you see that no, nonsense? That. Talk about a brawl. And by the way, all those guys. All right, gone. so if you live in Mississippi, would you be a Mississippi State guy or an Ole Miss guy? I'd be an Ole Miss. I think I'd be an Ole Miss guy. You would. But I think I'd end up being a Mississippi State guy. Okay, well, that's a little bit different. If you're telling me that, yeah, I'm an Ole Miss guy and I would belong in Ole Miss, but however, I know, I, where I, am I going to get think, accepted? I'm going to get accepted into Mississippi no, State, but, and that's where I'm going. No, I mean, just like I think I would be this, but actually I'm really that. And I think the reason why I say that is just because, like, <laughs> I don't think I'm cool enough to go in this one. And then number two, I love all of Ole Miss's, like, defensive players. They have a ton of guys who come out there for defensively who are great. I just love kind of like the – and this is where I'm going to get like you a little bit. The, like, the lettering I of love everything. It. I just, love everything. It looks so classy. I love the like colors. The See, I didn't, didn't want to get like you, but that's where I'm going to agree this I love the time. light blue. And, oh, Ole beautiful. Miss just looks like, man, I'm jelly because that's classy. Yeah. That's where I'm at with them. So, yeah, to get away from that whole fight, I just wanted to bring that up because – But you know what I'm, I'm coming from? I like, you're coming I would from. like to be an Ole Miss guy, but I don't think I'm an Ole Miss guy. Dude, I I'm pretty sure I'm a Mississippi there. State guy, though. Yeah, I would get accepted in Mississippi State. That's where I'm going to end up going. Okay. How do you know that? 
I'm stuck. That's fine. You know why? Because well, I'm my great target. And William Faulkner worked at the uh, the heater and shoveled coal in the heater and wrote The Sound of Fury like that. That's what we need to be doing. Yeah. We need to start doing that. Because obviously you make great things whenever you're shoving yeah, he would work, coal. He would work from midnight to four o'clock every night. You just sit there and ride that time. Dude, what else are we doing? Let's do it. I don't know. Uh, four million I, listeners can wait. I really want to go that game one day. So... But yeah, other than that being said, so Derek Henry, you know his new nickname, his new nickname is now Mister Two Thousand. No, it's D H Two K. Oh, really? Because remember, whenever Chris Johnson did it, he was yeah. C J Two K. Yeah, but C J Two K is like that's a ring. I don't know if D H Two K is like as big as a C J Two K. No, H and K. D and H Two K. That's just D H Two K. I don't know. It's yeah, C J C J Two K. It just goes yeah, together, good, man. I think it's, like it's a not flow as good. To it. It's not as good, but it's still good. It's not. I'm not. It's not CJ2K. It's not CJ2K. But DH2K is still good. It's okay. And it continues the tradition that they have going on in Tennessee. That's true too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty wild. Has think, anybody brought that up? No, no. I think it was Chris Johnson and then Adrian Peterson, Al Henry, like the only like 2,000 yard rushers of like the last like yeah, Chris Johnson 15 won years. Every or fantasy football yeah. league that year, and then the next year he lost every fantasy football league. Of course, that's how, it works. that's how it goes. That's how it works. So to kind of go off of that, do you think Derrick Henry will be able to duplicate this? I mean, do you? Well, think he's playing Baltimore next week. Do you? No. It's oh, a, next year? Yeah, no, next year. I, yeah, so I kind of going over so. the two thousand. I think so too. I think he's, I think he's completely different. Me too. I'm so like weirded out by this where everyone usually when you're talking about a running back, oh, it's about the amount of touches he gets, it's about the workload, it's about guys that are hitting him. He's hitting the guys. <laughs> yeah. He's the and one he, that's not like, having the like the blows against the body. It just seems like he's healthy and he's just burning and turning. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, he reminds me of, like, a side-scrolling fighter when you fight a boss and they have four health bars and you have one health bar. <laughs> and it's like every quarter you go through a health bar, but he still ends up, like, it still ends up taking, like, seven quarters to beat him. Um, and also, like, he's really agile, too. Like, he doesn't take any big hits. Yeah. And, like, even on the edge, like, he makes cornerbacks miss whenever he, like, cuts through the field defender. He had that long touchdown run today. And, like, Jacob Martin may be, like, the fastest player in the Texans' defense where he's, like, 250 edge rusher, runs, like, a 4-5. Henry torched him, you know? And it's like, it's not even close to a foot race on some of these guys, too. It makes zero sense. And, like, talking to, um, I can't remember the guy's first name. I feel bad that I don't remember his first name. You're such a but terrible he's, person. But he's Titans former on Twitter whenever he did our season preview some of the Titans. He was like, well, the thing people don't know about Henry is that he didn't get a whole lot of carries in Alabama, didn't get a whole lot of carries in Tennessee until Marco Murray retired. And so even though he's, like, 27 now, he's, like, a young 27 for a running back. Like, he hasn't had the typical like workload that like Dalvin Cook has or Kamara has um, just because like when he took over that role in Tennessee, because that didn't happen until the 17th season. Third year, you would say maybe that like he's really been used kind of as that workhorse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was 17. So it's only been three years of this where he's been used this way. And then he gets better as the year goes on, as the quarter goes on, you know, he's Mr. December, you know, I just, (laughs) it's just the weirdest thing on why I think it's just so different. He just seems more like a Bo Jackson where you just think that the only way that's going to be able to get this guy out of the game is that if he does it to himself. Yeah, (laughs) it's like if something in his body does it, but it's not going to be the defender, it's not going to be a player, it's not going to be even hits against him. It's just going to be something freaky that happens because he's a freak of nature Mm -hmm. to begin with. Exactly. And he's also 6'4", 260. 
He doesn't make any sense. Nick, or, or he's he's, he's two forty five. He's two forty five. I am. You know what? We should somehow look up this Vegas bet, and same with everybody else. I want to know what the odds are for him to duplicate a two thousand yard season. I I think there'll be an over under. You bet the over probably. I'm one. Cause I would have bet my life that he would have broke two thousand yards today. He was two twenty three short. I'm like, he has he's to. He's gonna it. do it. He and has they're to just do gonna it. keep feeding him until he does it. Cause he's also the guy where you. You feel like he deserves it. Yeah. You feel like this is an individual. Okay, I get it. And all the nerds are like, well, they, the Titans they understand that Derrick Henry's not the heart and soul of the Titans. It's their actual play action passing. I'm just like, it isn't. Okay. I understand that, that Tannehill's more efficient because some yeah. balls better than running the ball, but what? it's all an ecosystem. It's like saying like the ants are, are more important than the Hawks. You know, I think Tana- they're all part of the same food web. I think Tannehill and Derrick Henry, they it's perfect. Are they BFFs? They better be. Otherwise, I think the whole team loves each other. Okay, I was getting, if they are not best friends, I would be extremely disappointed because they just seem like they're both having a good time. Yeah, well, and their problem this year is they have a bomb five defense. Mike Vrabel's been defense coordinator. But who's even noticed? He hasn't done a good job this year and then like Clowney was supposed to be a game changer oh, wasn't where's it the all Clowney watch? Where's the I think Clowney of all watch? of all the things I was wrong about this year the thing I was most wrong about was the Titans defense I thought it was gonna be a slam dunk like top 10 defense and they're gonna be a Super Bowl contender because of it and they would have some regression offense like especially in the red zone it's the same their red zone offense is like just as good this better. year no it has it on thing really Overall? I'm talking about only with Tannehill at quarterback I think they scored touchdowns 93% of the time. I think they were at like 82% this year. Well, yeah, no, and hold I'll, on. I'll just check the numbers then. You need to also look this up. Didn't I say that because Mariota started three extra games or something along those lines, that yeah. if you add those games to Tannehill's total, that it would equal 13-3? and three? I think I said this at the beginning of the season. Granted, I'll I was— up, I mean, I'll look up what granted, we said Granted, I was the jackass, year. and I still chose the Colts yeah. to win, which I was close to. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I still I think I well, was I picked, a little bit right. See, I, I know I picked Indy. Ten, I picked Tennessee to win it. Indy be a wild card team. Houston be a wild card team, but be the seventh seed. And uh, you know they went four and eleven instead. Four and twelve. Four yeah, and 12. but here's also what I did not expect because I was laughing at you, which I'm not even going to be laughing at you anymore. How many games did y'all lose by a touchdown or less? Eight. <sighs> okay. They won. They won nine games last year. They lost eight this year. Okay, like that's where I just kept noticing where no matter what, I truly believe that Houston would be blown out every single game. Which just this is where you and I kind of got into a little. I think like two weeks ago, whatever. Dude, Deshaun. Yeah, we, I Dude, mean, Deshaun. I, I'm. He's a top Matt, five. Matt Deshaun. No, 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 no. Matt, he's top three. Deshaun. Well, I just so who's the top three then? Patty, Deshaun, and this year, fine, Aaron. Because I'm yeah. still not going to put your boy uh, Allen ahead I mean, of those I would, three. Like, Allen's I'm been – see, I think it's like if we just go off this year's performance. So if it's just this year's performance, it's Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, and Watson. Just for this year. Just, but, yeah, I would put Allen over – I would put Watson over Allen because of what he's done over his career. Whereas, like, Allen's had this, like, incredible year this year. But, um, like, but Matt, it, it all stemmed from his ability to throw the ball downfield to set the rest of that up. If you're going off of this year and you're going off of just, like, the stats and the team alone, fine. But switch them, dude. Yeah. I would say, like, we're, if we're going into next year and we're talking about it, that's how I'm going to say it. Would, but as of right now, that's how it is in this season. What would Allen do with this Houston Texans team? Oh, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be like think about it. you're laughing. This is your boy that you love, yeah. and you're laughing because that's what or, I'm no, imagining too. Or imagine Josh Allen with Bill O'Brien trying to turn him into a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, by the way, with that's, Tim Kelly calling the offensive plays. That's actually bringing up another good point, though. 
who knows what type of quarterbacks people could have been yeah, if for they sure. had the right coach, which it proves. Sam Darnold's a good example. It just proves that. What are you talking about? Fisher's a genius. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> totally and then, I mean, like, there's some guys who are so transcendent they can get past. Like Watson's an example of that. Yes. I think Justin Herbert's an example of that. Um, but there's some guys who just like are transcendent enough to get past like bad coaching, you know. And like a lot of times it comes down to Finn being the right spot, you know. If Deshaun had Hopkins this year, God, he misses him so much. Oh my! You see Hopkins give the ref the middle finger. I did. <laughs> Which here's the thing. It was a penalty. That was a penalty yeah. on you, dude. You sh- you threw the guy down. Yeah. It wasn't like oh maybe not. No no no. You wrapped your arms around him and you threw him to the yeah. side. You can't do that no matter what. Even though, even though, dude, I watched this whole Arizona and Rams game because I had to sit through this crap because you know I'm in Texas mm-hmm. and I can't watch a Texans game. The Ramsey gets away with so much. I don't yeah. understand why somehow Ramsey gets away with being handsy. Being able to Ramsey, jump Hansy, on Ramsey. guys. Ramsey, Ramsey, here he comes. Ew. But it's just, it's in. But he's like a substitute teacher. He's like, oh, we got Hansy Ramsey today. Or nosy Ramsey. Hansy Nance, or Hansy Ramsey nosy. Nosy Hansy Ramsey. I like that more. Uh, which, which would be worse to have a Hansy substitute teacher or a Hansy bus driver? Hansy bus driver. <laughs> Hansy bus driver. I don't even think it's close. I guess because you have to deal with them every day. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, every like month or so. Well, a substitute teacher too, it's more like usually they put a movie on. Yeah. So at least you well, get something out of it. The bus drive, that's just all horror. But I feel like a There ha- is nothing else. I feel like it. a Hansy substitute teacher though is like, I'm not going to be in the school for another six weeks. I feel like they're a little more dangerous and feel like they can get away with more. You may push the envelope a little too far. Yeah, but to go back to your point, you only see them that one time then if they're getting that hands. Yeah, but trauma lasts a lifetime though. Uh, but if it's uh, happening for an entire year versus six months, but I'll maybe the, the bus driver was like just a little. Le- I think the bus okay, driver okay, be a little on, less handsier hold, hold on, hold than on. the now substitute we're making, teacher. And now we are making a benefit in the bus driver here. We're giving them the benefit yes. of the doubt. Yes, <laughs> I just, like, I just mean I think they'd be a little bit less handsier. You know what? You know what you're saying. Maybe the bus driver just had a really bad upbringing, Taylor. No, no, Maybe no, they just didn't mean to do so that. So this is the bus driver. This is the substitute teacher. Lower hand on back, a substitute teacher. Bus driver's hand on the shoulder. Okay. So what you're saying is that a bus driver is lips. The substitute teacher is butt. No, I'm not saying <laughs> That's that. That's what you're saying, I don't want to go that I don't want to go there either, but you but said it. But you have the, the same principle there. All right. Show me on the doll. And it's the same neighborhood, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm not I'm going there. I'm saying upper back or lower back. That's I don't want to go saying. there, neighborhood. Uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, Ramsey does give away a lot. So much. I love Ramsey, though. Why? Oh, he's a great corner. Yeah, any corner would be great if they could jump on the back of a guy and then say, look, I swatted the ball. That's fine. He's, I just really have enjoyed how much he's tackled this year, too. And like I said, I kind of like the Rams this year. I know you don't like the Rams. They are awful. I can't wait for them to lose in the first yeah, round. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, my God. It's going to make me so happy to watch them lose. All right, so for the Houston game, that was all I have to say. I guess the last thing I wanted to say is, like, I know we had this conversation earlier in the year where it was like, I still don't buy, like, Watson being a top-five quarterback as he's prayed out to be. Just I didn't think the offense was that good. How do you feel now? And it's gotten consistently better as, like, more and more players have left and have been, like, suspended and injured and everything else. And, like, yeah, he's a top-five quarterback. Uh, he's absolutely incredible. And, like, some of these throws he made today, I'm like, what is this? Like, this mm. is unbelievable. Just, like, the touch and the arc and the trajectory. Uh, I mean, it was absolutely absurd how good he was today. You know what he's going to be like. I'm just going to throw this out there to everybody. I hate this. Houston Nation, I want you to hear me very – it's about to be very real. 
He's Dan Marino. Uh, okay. There we go. He's going to do so many great things. He is going to break records, I feel. He is going to do everything perfect, great, wonderful. No, no Super Bowl. No Super Bowl. Or whenever he gets there, he's going to get hurt really bad. I think, and by the way, I think y'all will actually Marino, have a chance. I no, think y'all are going to have a shot at one Super Bowl here. And I just think that something's going to occur. I can see the trajectory. Like I've watched some Marino clips, and he reminds me of Mahomes as far as like the yeah, way they play. Yeah. But like as far as like you're talking about career trajectory, and that's where I'm at. I th- see. I think he's gonna be more like. I think the way the Texans are set up right now, they're gonna be like the 2000 like 14 Packers, where after they won a title and they kept being like seven and nine or eight and eight and one or nine and seven, kept like either making the postseason, barely making the postseason. And not being like a Super Bowl contender at all because of how bad their team was and the lack of their investment, their defense, and everything else. I could see that's the, my trajectory I see for Houston for the next like you know two or three seasons. Um, and again, a lot of this depends like who their general manager is, who their head coach is, what they do this offseason. Because I do think there's a lot of like, internal um, development available to whoever the next coaching staff is. But that's the way I kind of see them. I see them as like. 2014 Aaron Rodgers is how I see the Texans right now. Well, I mean, the good news about the Texans is that they have a top five draft pick. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> with them losing today, the Miami Dolphins get the third overall pick. Oh, my God. So they got, oh, my God. That makes me so sick to my yeah. stomach right now. And no, and this is my favorite part about because from the Tunsil trade was made, one of the big oh arguments about it was everybody going like, well, the Texans are going to be good in 2021. Oh it's going to be a mid-20s pick. It's not going to be that good of a pick at all. There's no way it's going to be a bad pick. It's like you have no idea how – the NFL is such a high-variance league. Yeah, like, you have no clue like at all. Yeah, well, and even like Seattle's general manager said the same thing when they traded for Jamal Adams. She was like, Adams is just a defensive lineman. Like watching some of the plays that Adams doesn't make – it's, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing for what they gave up for him, too, in the same sense. It's kind of, but it's no different than with the tensile thing, too, in a lot of ways. Um, but, like, let's say, imagine Russell Wilson gets hurt next year. That's a top five pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, you have no idea what's going to happen in a high variance league. And, uh, yeah, like, the tensile trade game was great last year because Houston gave up zero current assets for it. It was all future assets. And now here they are. And the bills are due. And, I mean, it's a, it a disaster, an absolute disaster. Well, completely, and it's not like the Dolphins are a good team already. So yeah. it's it's gonna be a real. <laughs> it, it hurts real my feelings situation. too because it makes it harder for you know Buffalo moving forward. Oh yeah, like that's gonna be a dogfight for like four years now. Miami is going to be scary, scary. Yeah, and it's just a shame because they're just gonna keep starting to, and that's gonna be their biggest mistake. They, I mean, there was that report earlier this year that they're not sold on Tua yet. And they could possibly draft a quarterback this year. The only way they would draft a quarterback is if somehow Lawrence falls because he threw, he threw the Ohio State game. Let me repeat myself. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence threw the Ohio State game. Don't give me, oh, look how bad he looks. I don't think he's the number one pick. You know why he's not the number one pick? Because he didn't want to He didn't play for Jacksonville. There it is. He didn't want to be the number one pick. I think he looked good in Jacksonville, though. Uh, I don't. I don't know who you would rather at this point. The Jets are gonna. T- I don't know what you would. The want. Jets are either gonna stick with Darnold and trade out number two, or they're gonna take a quarterback number two. I I actually think they should stick with Darnold because you drafting a young quarterback isn't gonna do anything. You're redoing really your rebuild again. Yeah. Well, you, and and the thing about it also, it's like if you do that and you get an extra, you get two extra first round picks because it's like. Fields was you know absolutely tremendous. He's been really great this year. 
um, as well too. And also, like, if you get a different offensive coordinator, like, who knows what Darnold can be? Like, Darnold's like five percent. Like, this is incredible. And then it's just he has ninety percent. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And so it's like, how do you turn more of that five percent to balance out that ninety? It's like cram into a really good quarterback. And you know, there's some potential there. Maybe it's worth getting one more year out of. Uh, who knows? But it's a very like difficult decision to make, though. I think it all depends on if somebody's going to be offering you the farm then obviously you're going to be able to take it. Mm -hmm. If somebody's not offering you the farm, I just think that you have to go with whatever's the best player on the board, regardless of position. Yeah. I just think you're stuck in that spot. Yeah. It's like if you're the number one pick in fantasy, to your point, no matter what, you have to pick McCaffrey. And if he gets hurt, your year's over. And your year's over. It's like the same thing. No matter what in fantasy football this year, if you didn't pick Christian McCaffrey, no matter what the end result was, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Plain and simple. Well, I don't know anything at all about the the draft, and I'll watch some stuff in um, in March when free agency ends as well too, and we get more into that as that portion of the year comes on. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like as far as the Texans season goes this year, and we're gonna do another show tomorrow night with the one and only Tim to go over your listener questions and then uh, kind of like wrap up the 2020 season to. Like, a, I don't know, to a grand extent, we may do another one of these again for like a season review sort of thing. But the biggest thing, like my biggest takeaway from this year was that like you're sacrificing what's currently going on for a better future, you know, and whether that's like going on a diet or exercising or studying or going to school or whatever else, like you're, sa- you're sacrificing like your current utility for like some better version of yourself, something that you may want in the future. But that's what the 2020 te- uh, Texan season was. It was a sa- sacrificing 2020 to get rid of Bill O'Brien just because you know there's a better future out there without him as the head coach. And like, if Houston was nine and seven made the postseason, they would have kept him. If he, they went ten and six and made the postseason again, they would have kept him. And so like, they needed a year like this to be able to exercise him, and then move on, move forward, and actually like develop a good football team again. When do you get a first round pick again? Uh, 2022. Okay. And they're paying Tensel and. Uh, Deshaun Watts, I think $65 million combined next year. That sounds good to me. So in the end... And there's $7 million over the salary cap right now. What are you hoping for exactly then in this offseason? Are you just going to throw away next season as well? No, I'm hoping like you try to find somebody who wants David Johnson, which isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen. You try to find somebody who wants Brand Cooks, which probably isn't going to happen. Who wants that? I don't know. People, Texans fans love Brand Cooks. Why? I don't. They're insane. Look at this package deal: David Johnson, Brand Cooks. All Brand Cooks says is he runs deep crossers because he's fast enough to run horizontally, and it takes him five seconds to get open. And Deshaun Watson throws a perfect pass. You can find somebody else to do that for five million dollars. Yeah, he's due twelve million next year, and he doesn't win down the sideline at all anymore, which doesn't open up the middle of the field. And that was the idea of this offense to be built around. Um, but it happened like that this year either. So I don't know. I mean, it's like you get rid of all the dead weight. You try to trade what you can for mid-round picks. You try to actually get some like good bargain bin free agent finds. And again, it's like you hope these players that are young can become good with a better head coaching staff, you know, and coaching staff in general next year. I just don't have any hope. I just feel like this is going to be the same thing, if not worse, next year. I mean, I think unless like, Deshaun turns into Jesus himself, which, by the way, or just wins more close games next com- year. Yeah, but your which could happen. Yeah, but oh, well, your team's going to let you down, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, I'm not. Even <laughs> I mean, like he didn't get the chance to win some of them. It's, I mean, what do you want me to do? You want me? All right, you know, let me make you feel better. You know what, Matt? You're right. This team is going to turn it I'm around. I'm not saying that. Go, go, Power Rangers! I'm not saying I'm saying there's like a possibility they could be a playoff team next year. But the next head coach has to be good. The general manager has to be able to hit on some. You're getting Jason Garrett. Do you like well that? 
I would probably stop. (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably stop. Um, But it's also like last year, you know, Watson threw a touchdown pass to beat Oakland with his eyeball hanging out of his head. This year, Nick Martin skids the snap across the turf. So Watson doesn't even have the chance to make a touchdown pass with his eyeball hanging out of his head. And so like his team this year didn't give him the chance to win these one score games. Like last year, like he had the ball last and they didn't like actively hurt the team. So who knows? I mean, I don't think like for sure like next year's gonna be a four win team or anything. Uh, there's potential they could fight for a postseason spot. But again, like the ceiling is we're seven and nine. Like that's the ceiling. The ceiling is where but then we have three wins that went our way and we had an easy schedule when we're nine and seven. And we have the twenty fourth best defense next year. Like that's the ceiling next year. That sounds like good stuff to me, man. I'm yeah. all about it over here. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's a be fun. good time. Uh, so over there, do you, want, do you want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys at all? I haven't had a chance to watch this game yet. What are we getting talking about I don't here? Know. I, I just don't know if I there's got anything everything you want to say that I about. wanted. Okay, it just took a little bit of time here. Yeah, but it's just so bad. It's so bad to watch because they didn't want to show up for the first half, and then all of a sudden we're going to show up in the second half. Andy Dalton just turned back into Andy Dalton, timid. I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. Listen, in the end, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I have a better draft pick now. That's all I want. Because either way, even if New York doesn't make it, they should have a worse pick than us. I don't even know what our pick's going to be, but we're 6-10. and 10. It should be something good in the top 10, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. I would hope. I good God, if I'm not in the top 10, I'm so pissed off. I hope y'all are 11. Oh, I'm so angry if I'm not in the top 10 because otherwise – the, all the other wins just seem stupid. I just, I wanted Dallas to be able to, you you won all the games beforehand. Obviously, when it comes to the last game of the season where you have to win it just to make sure you have a shot, what do you do? You lose it. You're classic Dallas. You're just classic Dallas <laughs> all year long to me. Nothing, COVID, whatever, Dax injury, whatever. This team is just the exact same. Nothing has changed. I'm just left with a big disappointment, even though for this year, yeah. I'll say I am happy because I want the draft pick. All right, so you're going to have some good news. What do I got? You're about to be very happy. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, Detroit. So here's the draft order for 2021. Number one, Jacksonville. Number two, New York. Number three, Miami. Number four, Atlanta. Number five, Cincinnati. Number six, Philadelphia. Number seven, Detroit. Number eight, Carolina. Number nine, Denver. And your Dallas Cowboys at number 10. There it is, baby. Uh, the Giants are number 11 right now. There it so is. So if y'all won, you would have you know, gone back past that, and you would have at least picked um, you know, at least 11th if y'all won. And Washington ended up winning today as well, too. So, so that's at, good. I'm number 10. And you know what? I can deal with that because it's all about who would drop to me. But also, if nobody drops, what are they going to want? That's yeah. what I'm most curious about because now you should probably just build up the defense. I would imagine Mike Nolan's going to be fired here. I would imagine that McCarthy's still going to have an extension, even though – did you hear about the reports here with some Kellen Moore? He's staying. He's staying and he signed an extension. Yeah. But also there were reports that said that he Boise. did sign. Um, so is it the same thing where Jerry made a phone call? He's going to go to Boise. He's like, look, Kellen – are you sure you ain't going to Boise? <laughs> is that what this is coming down to? It's Jerry once again putting his hand into the cookie jar where he gets the report and Kellen coming into the office. Hey, Jerry, I signed a contract. I'm going to be the coach of my alma mater. And like, this is what I've been looking forward to. And Jerry's just sitting back on. Uh-huh. Yeah. He walks out of the office. Jerry makes a call. 
He calls, oh, he calls Boise. Boise. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, that new science building. Yeah. Uh, how much do you? How much does it cost? I just want to let you know building? this isn't happening. All right. No, I like the idea of him like spending hundred million dollars to build a new science building at Boise State for him. That's that works. I would take that either way. Somebody made a phone call to where then Kellen came back and said, "Jerry, the weirdest thing happened. I just wasn't able to." Here's a contract, Kellen. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just sign this extension and we'll call it even? I like it. What? What is this? This is like the Godfather type of crap that goes on with the Dallas organization. Oh, there's just there's just a dead horse in Kellen Moore's bed. And it's the same thing with even the Tony Romo, which is why I go back to this. Oh, Tony Romo is wanting to look at other teams to see if somebody wants to pick him up. Jay, uh, let's have Jerry make a call real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, CBS, let's sign him to a max extension and let's kick off another host because we need some Tony Romo. Granted, he's the greatest. Oh, did you hear what happened today? What happened today? So Tony couldn't uh, do the game today. So it was oh. Jim Nance, knew who the, he had with him. Oh, yeah. Boomer, a sizing. You know what they didn't do? No Phil. Oh. No GM. <laughs> no. No Phil today. I don't know. I felt that, man. Yeah, it just. I mean, I don't miss Phil Sims, but like, I feel bad that he's been relegated that far down the depth chart. That's what it is, and it's because Jerry made the phone call. Well, I think Phil's just like, I don't know, he's I, Phil. Jerry has all the control, and it's just another situation for me. And Kellen Moore, obviously, he's going to be my future head coach. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, obviously, it's not even close. Um, well, and also, like, Jerry got the deal orchestrated for the Rams' new stadium, too. The Chargers' new stadium. Like, he's set up for those teams to be in L.A. and everything else, too. Jerry has all the power. That was such a weird storm. Like, this is probably the most important part of it, and it's just completely glossed over, you know? The only type of power that Jerry doesn't have at this point is over Goodell. Yeah. And that's what bothers him more than life itself. And that's why the refs will always go against the Dallas Cowboys. Not even me as a Cowboys fan. Okay. We suck and all that. But this is an Al Davis situation. At this That's point. good. That's, That's what good. it is. Uh, well, I'm happy that you're happy. I got um, a top 10 pick, baby. Yeah. Well, it's like I picked Dallas to beat them because I was like, they'll just pick on Isaac Yadam. They'll make, and like they have such good skilled players. You know, Dalton and them do very Something much. will happen. Like in that Philly game. But I was like, also, what's the most Dallas way to lose the division? Oh, they win today. Everybody gets excited. And then Washington comes out winning eye. And they're up 10 7 currently By the at way, the moment. Matt, it doesn't matter. They were going to lose any, or Washington was going to win anyways. I didn't know Alex Smith was playing tonight. Yeah, he's playing. Okay, well, it's game over. Dude, Alex Smith is going to take the Washington you know, Alex, Redskins. Again, like Alex Washington Smith just team <laughs> to the playoffs. <gasps> I'm about to bleep that. Dude, you're going to have to cut that out. I'm about to bleep it. God, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's going to sound a lot worse if I bleep it out <laughs> if I do that. Oh, wait, that's but so awesome. With, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Alex Smith just doesn't make, doesn't make mistakes. You know, like, there's something you said about that. It's like, just don't screw everything up like Haskins had done for so long also. Hey, man, Dwayne just wanted some booty in the face. That's fine. He needed some, uh, as Pat McCaffrey would say, some adult ballerinas. I like it. I want to go to the adult ballet. I don't That's what I want to do. Let's go to the adult ballet tonight. No, I want to do that. Why not? No. No, it's fine. I've never been. I think I'm never going to go. They're dancers, man. Yeah, they're trying their best. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, so the end of the year awards. We'll go through what you know the typical you know awards. The lamestream media hands out at the end of every year, and then um, we have our fine, cool ones that we're going to do at the end of the regular season or at the end of the postseason. Like the real, like uh, real fun stuff. We'll have a good time doing that. So for MVP this year, I have Aaron Rodgers. See, and that's where it's stupid. Like, and the only reason why I say it's stupid, I chose Derrick Henry, and okay. he's not going to win. That's fair. Aaron Rodgers is going to win. 
But I just wanted to choose Derrick Henry because if you're going off of the guy that deserves it, it's Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. It's not Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Because it's also for me, it's like if we're saying Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, he's not better than Mahomes. He's not. Yeah, he's not better than Mahomes. Yeah, he just had a better year than Mahomes this but year. But uh, who made the bigger transition? Who looked better to you, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Rodgers is better than Allen this year, but he didn't make the bit the that's what as I'm big saying. of a tradition. Like, who was the though. biggest MVP, like biggest impact. That's what MVP is. Or his most me. valuable player. But I just saying, like if if Rodgers Allen over Rodgers. No, I mean I just saying like Rodgers is replaced with like Trubisky. The Packers would be like a five or six win team. It's the same thing with Instead Buffalo. Instead of the one seed, though. Same thing with Buffalo. I don't know. I think Dable could get enough out Anyways, of them. It's the same thing with Kansas City. <laughs> if you really want me to get down to it, yeah. come on. It's Pete Mahomes. If this is going to be a quarterback award, then just give it to Mahomes every single year. That's where I'm at with it. That's why yeah, I think it's Yeah, but BS. I just think Mahomes is a better team around him and better offense around but, him. But no. It's just about point it's is, about that. It's like, it's like no, why it's I made the argument for Wilson over Mahomes last year. Quarterback. Yeah, it's quarter, it's whoever is the most valuable quarterback. That's all this is. Derrick Henry deserves it. Yeah, I agree with that. Good. I'd still say it's Rodgers, but I agree with what you're, everything you're seeing where you're coming from. Good. Next one here is Offensive Player of the Year. I have Derrick Henry for this one. I have Aaron Rodgers for this one. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was hey, man, I wasn't going to like discredit him. The 47 him touchdowns is what I did for I wasn't going to discredit him for it. I was just going to be like, no, you don't get the MVP because it's not a quarterback award. All right. Hole. Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. I had. Hold on. Hold on. Let me put defensive. Oh, man, I forgot my defensive. I put defensive rookie, but not my defensive right. player. So mine, I have Miles Garrett, but I think it's probably Aaron Donald. I was going to say I'm it's Aaron Garrett. Donald after watching today with Arizona because if you do not double or triple team yeah, him, he's absurd. then it's done. He's, he's better than J.J. Watt. If it's one-on-one, you lose because then you're going to have to. The quarterback's going to be pushed one way regardless of what you're mm-hmm. doing. And then even then, it's like, oh, now you have Leonard Floyd who has three sacks today because yeah. you put three guys on him. I would, like, yeah. J.J.'s 14th season was the best individual season I've ever seen from a defensive player. But Aaron Donald is a better overall player than Watt was over the course of their careers. Well, I just – you always remember, like, what – even though Watt had like one is still the greatest season of all time yeah, that I've ever seen, which was so much fun to watch. Donald, I don't think has had that much fun with his season, but it's, he's just hard to see though. Well, it's because it's boring. Well, and it's like he plays over the ball, yeah. and it's just hard to see him whenever you're watching the game live. But if he's if he's not there, or you just even watch the replays, you clearly see you're like, yeah. Oh. Or you whenever I watch the coach's film, like this is disgusting. And that's he has what knives it, for hands. And that's what it comes down to. It's being able to watch what he's actually doing because you really can't see it mm-hmm. live. Yeah, it's very hard to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say Miles Garrett just because I'm kind of tired of Aaron Donald getting it. And I think Miles Garrett was the best edge rusher this year. Um, like a pure edge rusher. It's either him or TJ on the edge. And I think Garrett was a little bit better than TJ was this year. Mainly that's, because he doesn't have the same like, he doesn't have the same like high blitz rate murderous defense that um, that Cleveland has. Like Cleveland has a good front four, but it's not, it's the level that Pittsburgh has. So offensive rookie of the year, who do you got? I have Justin Herbert. Yeah, me too. Oh, really? It's not even close. Oh, I didn't. Even, I thought you were gonna pick somebody else there. <laughs> no. I had Herbert. I was like, the moment you saw the man throw the ball, you go, "Oh!" The first game, I was like, I mean, I like there were some good throws. The third, the second game, like, what is this? The moment I saw him throw the ball forty <laughs> yards, I go, "That's not normal." That New Orleans game, you're like, "This is transcendence." Yeah, you know? it, it was the weirdest thing watching because that's never what I expected to be able to go into no. the season. And be like, "Oh, Justin Herbert's gonna be the guy." 
never in a million years. So being able to watch that, it's dude, he's been the most fun. That's rookie. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's rookie offense. Well, and he broke Pay Manning's touchdown and uh passing guard record and he did it in one less game too. There you go. Yeah. That's all you need. That uh that week one Bengals Chargers game is such a funny game. Like everything about it is hilarious and like the uniforms are so grotesque. Like it was just a disgusting game to watch all around. Oh, and can we also give a shout out? Port to Rod. Yeah. All right, Port to Rod. Port, Come on. Well, I made that jug earlier this year that no, I'm not the Chargers to that. That team was on MVP purpose. Was, the, was the doctor punctured his lung. There you go. That's what you want. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie. Uh, dude, I'm going to cheat here. Even though he was a little bit injured, we're going with Dallas Cowboys. We're going with Diggs here. Okay. All right? I like and it's it. because, it's because. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I talked so much crap laughing about him, being like, what are you doing? He let the guy just run right mm-hmm. by him, blah, blah, blah. He improved. He got better. He got better as the season went on where just like, okay, dude, you're picking things up. You're becoming a better cover. Like, you're, it's you're, like just don't let guys run right past yeah, you. Make a just, decision you're, like, you're three tenths of a second quicker. Exactly. You're as quick as them. You just need to be a little bit smarter with your mm-hmm. reaction. But he got better as the season went on. And even though I'm biased with this, that's really why. I, I miss the most biased thing you've ever had. Yeah, probably. I, might, like, I won't disagree with this. It'd be like if your son was like, I don't T-ball, know. and he was ninth on the team, and I said he was the best exactly. player. That's yeah. probably exactly. It'd be like if your son was Andy Dalton, you're like, yeah, I think Andy ha- Andy should be comeback player of the year. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not going that far um, with that. So comeback player of the year, who do you got? No way. You didn't answer. Oh, oh defense, defense, mine's Chase Young. Oh, come on, man. It's, it's boring, but Yeah, boo. Yeah. I mean, he's like what we all wanted Jadavion Clowney to be. Oh, yeah. Where's the Jadavion Clowney watch? Clowney hey, watch. you know who he's playing for next year, right? Oh. He's coming back home. No, he's not. He's coming home. What are you going to pay for him? 20 It's going to be like that Nike commercial LeBron went back to Cleveland, and they play that coming home song. It's going to be like that. Kaepernick one? Yeah. <laughs> Is that Kaepernick? I don't know. It was like, I don't, I'm not going to sing it all right now. But is that we're coming? I'm coming home. Song it's be that, but Jadavion Clowney. Is it where he's like just? It, it's funny because it looks like a scene from Space Jam. Where yeah, it's like Charles Barkley going by like the blacktop. Mm-hmm. It's that Jadavion Clowney going to Houston next year. You know Charles Barkley? Just a wannabe who looks like him. Get uh, out of here. Just so, break out. <laughs> comeback player of the year. I have Alex Smith. You're going to hell if you don't pick Alex Smith. Yeah. I think that's the rule here. Everybody went and picked Cam Newton, and then he was awful after two weeks. Yeah, we Terrible. bragged about him the first two, three weeks. Everybody here. did. Yeah, and then I mean, New England away. made the right decision after the Brady thing to sign Newton, do what they did, uh, yeah, and build the whole offense around him. Because like Cam was bad last year, partly because he was hurt, and now he's healthy. And what is it? And he's just done. Oh, and now Carson Wentz will be their quarterback. That's fine. That's what's going to be happening. Yeah. So it's it's you easy know the peasy. Eagles that get like take a dead cap hit of twenty eight million dollars next year. Like they would lose twenty eight million dollars if they trade him. Well, they are going to take that cap hit because it's uh, Wentz has made it very clear. Apparently, like he's even he's st- not even suited up tonight. No, he's not even the backup. Tonight. Well, that was the middle finger to Peterson. Yeah, it was. He's done and has nothing to do with Jalen nor the team nor anybody, and that's what he has apparently said. The only person he has a problem with is Peterson. Interesting. And I thought so too. I go. If you're coming out and you're blatantly saying, no, no, everyone else, you're cool, you're cool, you're <laughs> cool, F that guy, yeah, yeah. that's a little bit different to me because that goes, Ooh, you guys did not speak well to each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I actually found that a little I mean, bit what different. What do you think he says? Like, we don't need you, Carson. We want to tile without you. Matt, Matt, that's exactly what I think We're happened. good. 
You're not there in the team. We don't need you. That's exactly what I think happened. And if that is the approach that he went, you're an idiot. Yeah, it's very rude. (laughs) But yes, I actually, uh, I think that's exactly what he said. Carson, listen, man, we've done this. We've done this before without you. And I think we're going to be able to. Yeah. And it's. Did you just say F me to my face? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And that's, uh, dude, I agree. I, I think it's a really bothering situation because it's so funny where usually, for example, Fitzpatrick coming out earlier. Yeah, it's fun having to listen to the guy that just took your job, having to be able to take over the meetings, blah, blah, blah. No, no, this wasn't that. This was when Peterson can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly how you described it. Um, so coach of the year. Uh, coach of the year. So hold on, hold on, hold on. I do have this here. My coach of the year, I'm going with Ron Rivera. Okay. I, I have to. I have to. Because even going into this season, which I even think I called this a little bit, I said that Ron Rivera was my guy that I would mm-hmm. love to have as my coach because nobody expected Washington. Washington We said sucked. they were a year away. Yeah. Washington, Kind of like Miami, like they're a year away. But they weren't. Yeah. Washington no, sucked team because they had away. to play Dwayne. Yeah. That's why they were awful. They're second in defense DVOA right now. Yeah, and the defense is spit. Ron Rivera they're, they're like knows. The, they're like last year's 49ers. Ron Rivera just knows what to do with the defense. And that's where I'm at. And as a Cowboys fan, it makes me so jelly. But that's who I would pick. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And the cancer thing. Oh, my God. I'm not even bringing that up. And it's the cancer thing on top. He was house on fire when he was the coach in Carolina. Oh, my God. His whole house did. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go Matt LaFleur just because, look, the Packers didn't get better this offseason. <sighs> okay. Yes, they added yes. A.J. Dillon. You and I did talk about this, too. And they drafted, we actually, I think, uh, we crapped on them. Yeah. I was yeah, like, I'll bet did. my entire life. We crapped on them. On them missing the playoffs next year. And like the over-under had them at like nine wins. I was like, you bastards. <laughs> if they did like 10, I would have gone under for sure. Um, and they have the one seed. They didn't get better this offseason. But like Matt LaFleur like really understood his own limitations in his play calling last year, really expanded on what he was doing. I'm um, have a really great offense this year. And Green Bay is like, he's gotten the most out of Aaron Rodgers than, since you know their Super Bowl run. Um, this year, and they've had like but a really great I, offense. They're thirteen and three. Dude, they beat they beat bad teams by a lot of points. They beat good teams by a lot of points. They have the one seed. They they also have to like if you're gonna go to the Super Bowl, you have to play in Green Bay. And like Brett Favre has lost games like that before, and it's possible that you know they can blow in the first round, or the second round, or third round, or whatever. Uh, but to do everything they did with them without them getting better is why I'm picking Lafleur. I get everything you're saying. I just hate the fact where it's like. Oh, yeah, Aaron and them, they seem like they're getting along. They're only getting along because they're winning games. Yeah, for I'm, sure. And by the way, you know what I want? I want Aaron to lose that first game. I want Aaron to lose that first game in the playoffs because that's what's going to make me happy. So are they going to lose to Tampa? Oh. oh hey, look at you even <laughs> saying that. Look at you. Tampa's the one team that can beat them. Yeah, easily. Yeah. And it's because if it turns <laughs> into a shootout. And you know who knows how to play in the snow? Tom. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's too Tom I'm getting is, the chills right now. Dude. Tom, see, this is why you appreciate Tom. Yeah. And people don't get that, and people want to hate on this. But it's one of the moments where let Tom just killed. Oh, well, we got, we'll talk all about this later this week. I'm so excited about that potential possibility. By the way, that would be nuts, especially if it's in the snow, by the way. Yeah, it would be. I believe so. Oh, my Lord. Even though everybody else on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going to be like, yeah, yeah. And Tom, shut up. (laughs) 
Well, he got crazy. Antonio Brown doesn't feel anything. That's actually uh, so executive frostbite on his feet still probably. Yeah, he improves. Plus ten <laughs> dexterity in the snow. I don't even feel them anymore. He's just running around barefoot out there. All right, so executive <laughs> of the year. This is like your general manager. No, I have. No. I know. I know. You go first on this one. I'm the same guy I have. I had last year. I have Brandon Bean, the GM of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, for GM of the year? Man, yeah. I had the same. Yeah, train for Diggs. Well, and also, like, I think the most interesting thing about the Diggs trade was that this is an all-time wide receiver class, and they looked at everybody, and they're like, no, we want Stefan. I think the biggest... We want dis- Stefan instead. See, the biggest disappointment for me this year, in all honesty, is that I kind of look like, not an idiot, but I had really my hopes. You want to talk about disappointment not as a Cowboys fan. I wanted to give everything, especially GM of the year, to like Arizona. Like, I really wanted yeah. Arizona to be something this year. I really, really did. And I don't know what it was. Kingsbury's not that good. That's part of it. It could it could be. It could be. I just I don't know what is missing. And I watched a lot of Arizona games this year. I truly did. And maybe that's it because I don't know what it is. I'm I, I can talk for ten minutes about Arizona's offense and how mad it makes so me. So you hate just the whole style of it? No, it's not necessarily the style, but it's like the style, the idea of it isn't bad. But they don't execute to the idea of what it's supposed to be. To go back to my point, though, that should have been for me GM of the year. But because the only one that I would give it otherwise is Miami's, whoever he is. (laughs) It's like, who do Bill O'Brien the most? (laughs) And there you go. It's like, you know what he did? It's. And by the way, if Sam is listening to this podcast, you know what it's called? It's called a wine and dine. Yeah, yeah. You go out and you I take them out. I don't think they even needed to do that. Bill, Bill, you want to come out? Let's have some bottles of wine. Let's. I'm going to buy you a steak. I'm going to make sure that everything is good. And then they're talking over dinner, and all of a sudden, it's a Michael no, Scott No, I don't think that ever happened. You don't even think that No, happened? what happened is that Bill Brian's like, I'm trying to give him the bit of coming down with a wine we, and dine. We signed Matt Clubier left tackle. Oh, crap, Matt Clubier's terrible. Oh, we just fired the general manager because we try to get this guy in New England that we can't get. Okay, we need a left tackle. And our offensive line coach is bad. He can't gain by else play his position. Um, all right, I want Larry Mutensel. And then my was like, no, no. And they just kept watching him wriggle and wriggle and get more and more desperate. Larry Mutensel even says like, yeah, I trained me for that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's then, so and bad. And then got like $65 million guaranteed out of him. That is never what you want to hear yes. from the guy that got traded away. And, I mean, they traded him the weekend before the season started. That's like you going up to the guy. They traded you. What the F? They traded you for this. Oh, really? <laughs> Great move, <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah, I do the same thing. I love my like, I do the what? same thing. All right, so what's your – right, I'll save that one. But, yes. Yeah, so those are those are that's that for that. You don't have anything. Else? Hold on, hold on. Those are all the some... those are all the awards. Oh man, we're gonna save the cool the f- ones for a separate episode. I was gonna say you didn't want to do the cool ones. We'll save that for after the Fine. So tomorrow's Black Monday. Three coaches have already been fired: Detroit, Houston, and Atlanta. So it was recently announced that Pearson will be back next year. He's safe, even though uh, Philadelphia is currently four ten and one. These are possible firings: Adam Gase in New York. Um, Taylor with no. Cincinnati. No. Well, these are possible. No, I know, but no, no. They don't deserve it. Neither one of those that you've named so far. What are you talking about? Are you talking about Giants? No, I'm talking about Adam Gase with the New York Jets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant New York no, Giants. No, no, no. Oh, for some reason. Okay, no. all I don't right. Have, all right. I, don't I apologize. Have. I apologize. I, you I confused was, me. Dude, I was thrown on whenever you said that. I was like, whoa, no. No, I didn't no. include, I didn't okay. include Judge on okay. here. Continue. 
Uh, like even the Giants are bad this year. Like they were playing hard. They were playing they were hard. That's games, what I mean. You know? That's what I mean. And even with the whole Tate thing, and there was even a dispute at the beginning where the mm-hmm. wide receivers started coming out and talking crap. That was nipped in the butt pretty fast. Yeah, which was really impressive. You didn't hear about it the next week. Well, and even that loss to Dallas in like week two, they lost because their cool fake field goal was called by like a bad penalty. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I know I've, I'm gay to the Jets. Like they say, like sources are in part ways. Oh it's not God. official He's yet. He's done. I have Taylor in Cincinnati, Doug Marone in Jacksonville, Big Fangio in Denver, and Lynn in the Chargers. Who the Chargers are now seven and nine after they won today. Um, against Kansas City's backup. So who do you think stays and who do you think goes out of those six teams there? All right, so obviously, well, Jets gone. Cincinnati stays. Who else am I? Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's gone. Okay. Who else? Denver. Denver's gone. Ooh, okay. Chargers? Chargers stays. Ooh, okay. So I have... J- Jets for sure. Jets, Jacksonville yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think Denver stays. What? The, they're bro- they're hold, on, hold on, hold on. Why? I said only this because the Broncos' defense, despite the injuries, was pretty good this year still. Were they ranked, like, really in the top 10? They were, like, something? 11th in DVOA. Really? Yeah. They were pretty good I this year. Think that the that problem that was the offense. The problem was the quarterback. I know, but it's always been the offense. I know, but, well, I mean, unless, like. How many years is this? I mean, unless. Three, four? Unless Elway was like, we need an offensive guy. I think you need to fire Elway. Well, LA can't be fired. I, I think we're at that point, though. You can't fire him. By the way, if they're not going they better be careful. LA is gonna be Jerry when Jerry's dead. Just get this kids give him the team on accident. Well, it's more like they're just gonna keep like letting. To LA's your just point, a GM though. He doesn't own the team. But to your point, the owner's ki- the owner died though. Maybe he tries to buy the team from the yeah, kids. And there it is, man. You're he owns kinda... he owns like a ton of car dealerships oh in Denver By too. By the way. If we just called this right now, this needs it's to freaky. be saved, recorded. Like, no, this like needs this to be, yeah, this is freaky now. I don't like this one. Um, but, I mean, it, they weren't bad because of Fangio. And, again, it comes back down the quarterback again there. So, I think he stays. And, like, Lynn, I know the Chargers are 7-9. They were a complete disaster in, like, the end-of-game situations. Yes. Whoa, whoa, Not, whoa. Like, they had a game where they ran the ball with zero timeouts and 24 seconds left on third and one, and they weren't able to get another play oh in or kick the field goal to tie it. It's in overtime. Matt, I have no defense. It's it's mentally ill. Like yeah, that, They should have been a playoff team this year. Like Herbert was like the with seventh the, best quarterback this year with the uh, defensive talent they have, uh, with the offensive skill talent they have. Here's the issue. They should have been a playoff team. Here's the issue with what you're saying. If they were the NFC, if they were no, the, even the, where, no, no. Even the AFC, if they were they the been. NFC, yes, you have a point completely. And the AFC, no. Yeah. You expect them to be eleven and four or eleven no, and five, AFC, a ten and six. They had to be ten and six. It'd be ten and They've six. Lost, they lost four or five games because of Lynn's mismanagement That's, at the end of the game. You think that they were that good of a team to wear? I'm not that. saying that they were great, but I'm saying they lost four or five close games because of him specifically. They and were that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is that you're saying that they would be that good of a team without him. Yeah, they swung to those games. They're a playoff team. Man. That's all I'm I saying. think that no matter what, he's going to have another year. I don't think he should. And he was bad last year. And then the year before that, remember, they had the best Chargers team ever. Or like since like their whoa, last whoa, playoff whoa, team. Whoa, whoa, wait. And he's they ran the cover three against... Yeah, he was the coach last right, year. Yeah. And the year before that, he was the head coach whenever they beat Baltimore. When did Herbert come Then in? they play New England. And they ran the exact same cover three defense they've been running all year. And they gave up 38 points. When did Herbert come in? Week two. 
after yeah. Tyron. Okay, 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 okay. By his own training staff. I will say, yes, you are right. He deserves to be fired. However, if he is the one that made the call on Herbert, he had no choice. He picked Taylor was his quarterback. He coached for Taylor in Buffalo. No, no, he no, no, wanted no, no, Taylor no, no. To be the quarterback. No, no, no. no. I mean, did he, it was it his decision to draft? No, of course not. It was the general manager's decision. Okay, to draft okay, okay. Him. If he didn't have any type of say in Herbert whatsoever, yeah. then yes, I agree with you a hundred percent. Fired, gone, bye bye. Because yes, he coaches it, the de- he looks, he's a defensive coach there. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. I'm on board with you a little bit. I just don't think he may he have had a com- he may have had a conversation with Herbert like, for hey, sure. Bought him another we year. We can't do Phil another year. Maybe potentially that, but no. Like he, I think it's I think that's the first sure things he have needs to happen. So I guess we have Detroit, Houston, Atlanta, the Jets, Jaguars, and then for we sure. disagree on Denver and Los Angeles. Yeah, because I still Denver should be fired. I think he should say. Yeah, see, we're definitely different on those two. Yeah. Okay. So, out of all these jobs that could be available, if we include Denver and Los Angeles, uh, which one's the best one available? We've just been talking about. We've just been arguing about. It's Los Angeles. It's not okay. even close. You take Herbert. Yeah, I think it's oh, for wait. sure. <laughs> so, who wants Herbert? Everyone's gonna raise their hand. Yeah, I think raise for your sure. Hand it's, not, it's not even a question. At all. Yeah. And so, like, if you're enemy in Kansas City, if you're Dable in Buffalo. Uh, I think that's the easiest decision to make. It's and so it's like simple. the rest of their team is good too. They have exactly. top defensive talent. I was gonna say they have Herbert's only in year two. There it is. You have great skilled players. You have no salary cap. Matt, this is the dream. Yes, it this doesn't is. get better than this. Who are they gonna get? Who do you I, think? Who do you think is their guy? I, though I don't know. Like well, that's what first I'm really they have to curious. fire him. But if they had a guy, I would say be enemy. I think he's the number one coaching candidate. It'd have been amazing for me if somehow Kellamore was hired there. It's not gonna. You don't need to daydream at all. Uh, why can't I daydream a little bit? And like, it's weird because I think Bianami's been too good of a candidate. There's all this stuff coming out now. It's like I'm kind of concerned about him. Does he even coach call the plays in Kansas City? Does he even do this in Kansas City? It's like I, he, I, I'm pretty sure he called the plays last year. The Chiefs have the best passing offense. He's been with Reed for multiple seasons now. They've been great every year. Dude, Herbert would be feasting with a guy like that. Like yeah. that's exactly where. With that individual coming in, and with Watson as well control, too, it, exactly. With that type of individual coming in, he already knows a quarterback that would be like Mahomes with Watson or with Herbert. Uh, but dude, come on, the Chargers are going to give him money. So the second team though I have is Jacksonville, no. number one overall pick. They're going to have ninety-seven million dollars in cap space next year. Oh my god! They're going to have potentially Trevor Lawrence. They play in a division that's like I will say this about good the owner. or bad. He the allows them to do whatever money, they want. Keeps a hands on, and he gives you time he too. Does. He allows you to do whatever. I'm not gonna say anything against and that. That's kind of a good thing about Houston as well too. Like they allow the coaching staff, the general manager, have time there. Too as well. much time. Same thing in Jacksonville as well though. Those guys stayed there two years too long. Yeah, I'd say that two years. Um, that's fair. So I have, ja- I have Jacksonville too for that reason, and then I have the Jets third. Again, same thing. You have cap space. You have a second mm, overall pick. Nope. You have the possibility of taking nope. fields or trading down. You have nothing. You're done. No, Get off this team. I don't think you have nothing. Nobody should have is pretty anything. good. Uh huh. They have Quentin Williams. Jason Garrett should go around. and be hired from this team. That's who belongs not on going the Jets. Uh, He's not because the New York Giants are a team with Garrett. God, you know what I hope. We're for? talking about the Jets. No, I know. Okay. But Garrett, he is going to be offensive coordinator of the year. All right. <laughs> uh, and, like, their offensive line, they add a lot to it. It was bad, but, like, Becton's still really good. And they have some okay, like, interior play there as well. 
Um, and so for like those two reasons, and like you know, like drafting second overall, have a chance to have a quarterback, and then being able to trade Darnold potentially too, and getting a third round pick, or um, and having a chance to have Fields to kind of build something. Like I think that's what somebody wants. It's like a whole new start whenever they come into a team. And then I have, um, so those are my one, two, and three, and I have Houston number four. Yeah, I would say I would say still L.A. I'd probably pick Houston. I probably would pick Denver. And yeah, everybody else, who cares? Jacksonville's good. No, it's a good spot. I don't spot. understand why it's you like really Jacksonville. I'm just saying like completely neutral. Completely removing how much I like I the color just, teal. Completely how much I, I like the I just don't get the, that one. I like the cat. Those three teams that I mentioned, you have something that you can look forward to. You have $97 million in cap space and, but, and Trevor Lawrence. And, and, but who's and, your guy? And you have two first-round picks next year. At least with Denver, what we're going off of, you have a who's defense to be able to work it's off of. It's a pretty good defense because, of, good defense because of Fangio, though. If you're coming into Denver, I don't think you can get the same thing out of that defense that he just got out of it. I think you still have the talent, though, to be able to get that. You no. still have the talent there, though. But there again, they, talent. I think that defense is more representative of how good Fangio is as a defensive coordinator than the talent they have there. Man. Their edge rushers this year were Jeremiah um, Adewuchu and Malik Reed. You know? Do you like Draymond Jones? That's I love your Draymond rush. Jones. Von Miller's like 33 now. Yeah, he, he looks missed great. The, he played zero games this year. I know. It's because Bradley he's Chubb being was healthy for next year. Bradley Chubb was hurt again this year, too. I knew that. Yeah, I'm saying like that's more representation of Fangio though. But again, Jacksonville, you get two first round picks. You're gonna have like ninety seven million dollars in cap space. What's their second pick gonna be from? It doesn't matter. Well, wait, Pro- where no no, where is it in the lineup? Well, Who did they get in the second? It's the Rams pick? pick. Oh, it's the Rams pick, okay. Yeah. And that's then you have Trevor Lawrence. It's good. Oh no, no, they're for sure getting Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's good. I don't like it still. Okay. I'm just not a fan of this. You're crazy. Yeah, I'm not. That's fine. I can be crazy as we want, but you know what? I don't like this. All right. You're I'm crazy. I'm not a fan of it. All right. So as some, if you if you fire Mike McCarthy, who would you be your number one head coaching choice for next year? Who's your favorite guy out there? To be honest with you, I don't even think I have a favorite guy. I don't even think I think of another person besides Kellen Moore. Okay. Like, it's just the moment I saw that extension, and that's where, sure, like, I'm biased. No- sure, I may be stupid, but the moment I saw that extension, it's like I'm kind of done. Like, that's where I'm really at with it, where I'm just, there's no, once McCarthy's gone, it's Kellen Moore. Yeah. I don't think there's any type of dispute whatsoever. The only thing I hope for is that Nolan is okay. gone after this so season. So you've given up. I've given up. Oh, dude, that is, come on. Okay. The extension <laughs> is a little ridiculous. Um, After he was offered the Boise job, all of a sudden, here's an extension. Shut the F up. Yeah. Get that out of my face. Like, come on. Unbelievable. Well, yeah. so for me, it's BME one, Brian Dable number two, and number three, Arthur Smith. Um, I want to see Arthur Smith stay in Tennessee another, just because they're so perfect there. Like, what he has oh, going on in Tennessee is so beautiful that I don't want to be messed up as a Titans fan. But I think if you see it's either one of those three fan, guys. Such a, did you just call yourself a Titans fan? Yeah. I don't want it to be messed up as a Titans fan. <laughs> yeah. That's what you just said word I love the for Titans. word on a Houston Texans podcast. People know how I feel about the Titans. You know what? You make me sick. I know how you feel about the ta- or about the Titans. They're your favorite team. They're my like my You've been two, bloviating two about them since the first right. game of the season. It's Houston. Oh no, no, no. Buffalo two A. Titans. Titans two B. Buffalo. No. 
Dude, you have not. Dude, Houston Texans number one. You love yourself some Titans. Yeah, I love the Titans. God. And so you love that, the colors too. They're okay. I just like the fact that they have dark blue jeans and light blue there jeans. There we their go. Colors. <laughs> it cracks me up. Uh, but because of that, like I went and wanted to see Arthur Smith come here. And the other concern about Arthur Smith in Houston, Logan Thomas is so ridiculous. Oh uh, my lord! He that was Logan's, that. yeah, he's ridiculous. Oh. But no, but the thing about Arthur Smith is so much of his offense is based from their outside zone scheme and their offensive line. And I don't know if he can get that same old production from Houston's offensive line. Dude, no matter how much they have, thirty-two million dollars, two first-round picks, two second-round picks invested in it, still a bad offensive line. And so I don't know if Arthur Smith can get more out of it. Um, but that's one concern I have there, though. So I think either one of those three guys would be, you know, really good in that matter. Yeah, Logan Thomas. Man, man, I'm so, I'm just still blown away right now. Logan Thomas, this guy is gonna be something for he real. He is real. something for he real. For is. real, though. This you know, you know how many snaps he played against Carolina? It has to be every snap. He played every snap. That's what it has to be. A yeah. tight end. That's what you he have played to do. every snap. Man, he's tight ends don't tight do end. that. He's everything. Yes. Yes. He's a good blocker. God, he is. No, a tight end playing 100 percent of the snaps is outrageous. Talk about so many I'm jelly of that Washington has besides the defense. He, where did they get that? From man? Buffalo. That boy is insane. You know what he did in Buffalo? What? He played special teams and he would just blindside block people. You're like, this is disgusting, Logan. <laughs> it was awful. I hated Logan Thomas in Buffalo. Why is that what he was doing? He was just murdering people. Like, it was gross what he was doing. And, uh, like, Washington turned him into a tight end. Like, he was already a tight end and they, like, turned him into, a, like, a most important part of their offense. Man, that doesn't make any sense. I'm just you telling you it happened. No, no, no. You can tell me all that happens. You don't take a special team player and make him the number one option on your Boys, team, and then he turns out to be the top five tight end in the league. Yeah, but the thing about tight ends, though, is they usually – he wasn't even a tight five. end. He was a former quarterback from Virginia Tech. I know. They have him He's a the ball, too. But what I'm saying, though, is like tight ends usually need like three years or so to develop. What and does so, that guy get? I think he's had like four or five years. This is nuts. Sometimes Titans take longer time, though. This man's a man. Yeah, he's awesome. All right, so for the playoff picture, the AFC's been set up. We have Kansas City as the one seed. We have number two Buffalo versus number seven Indianapolis. Oh my god! Isn't this, this what is your dream all is? I dream of? If, this is what Indy, your dream if, is. I figured this is what Indy you want. If he wins. I'll probably never do this again. Yeah. I'll need like a month to recover. This is really going to destroy you, which, by the way, I'm picking Indy. Spoiler alert. All right, well, we're not doing that. I know. I'll be completely eviscerated. No, I just want to destroy you because that's why I'm picking Indy. I'm be, just going to do I'll that. I'll cry. Like, I Don't may wait, cry. I'm going to do all my research over Indy just so I can destroy you. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. I think it's a bad matchup for him, though. I agree. Number three, because like... Buffalo has a great spread passing attack that can stretch their zone defense. Dude, we talked about holes. We're just going stretch home. him around. <laughs> we're going home. Uh, the the third game, Pittsburgh has a three seed against six seed Cleveland. Pittsburgh's gonna lose. <laughs> I don't think so. And that's all. And that's just because Matt Pittsburgh looks awful. Well, they, they look terrible. I don't want to get too much into this. No, no, that's fine. But to end the season, you don't want to end the season the way they have. Well, they played the their backups Matt, today. Not their last. I'm talking about like the last six weeks here, man. Yeah, this is. I'm yeah, not this that. is an awful last six weeks that this team has played. You can't have any sort of confidence going into playoffs. And Cleveland has all the confidence why? in the world. What do you mean, they why? They lost the Jets. They look like a, it's a bad loss, though. Any it's given Sunday. Sh- it's a not showing up game. Exactly. <laughs> any given Sunday. But think about it. That's the game that you lost. But, I mean, they still barely beat 
Pittsburgh's backup Still today. beat Tennessee. And when they played actual Pittsburgh, they got beat like 40-6. to six. I don't – I actually don't agree at all. I think it's a bad matchup I think for Pittsburgh, if they actually played Ben, then he would suck. All right. Neg- last game, Tennessee against Baltimore, a rematch of last year. <laughs> this is a joke. Tennessee at home. By the way, spoiler alert, too, with one of my awards – most disappointing player, Lamar Jackson. They don't stand a chance. He's been a lot better last five weeks. What did the we team's talk been bad? About, I know, what I know. Did but we I talk about look, look, you look, are the look, one that called know, this. You I are know, the one I that know. said this to me, not me. I know. You said this, saying that the media I know, I know, that everybody would be talking about, saying Lamar's this, Lamar's that, and now you're saying that. Don't all I'm don't saying throw is that, that to me. I'm not saying that at don't all. Don't do this. I'm just saying he's been a lot better lately. That's all Matt, I'm saying. Don't do it. Don't. That's all I'm saying. Stop it. Who cares if he's been better? That's what we said. Everything I said came true though with that. Yeah, I know, which is why, in the end, your overall argument to that was, who cares? Ignore it. Yeah, it doesn't but, mean I'm, anything. But I can still say Lamar has been a lot better because he has been. Sick. You make me sick now. He has been See, a lot better. No, we both ag- – I hate you. The thing about the Titans that scares me is, like, they had to play the perfect Tennessee game to Not win. against Lamar. They had to last year. I just it's ba- not okay. This Baltimore. Year. Baltimore was like ninety-two percent fourth down. They went over four and fourth down. They lost three fumbles. So many things that go around that game for him. Uh, and Lamar Jackson is but 40, that, that is was 42 a better... touchdowns and zero interceptions in the red zone. But who? Well, I'm not cares? saying that. Oh, what I'm that saying that never happened. <laughs> But but I think that's actually a real stat. No, it's not. But this year, but ba- Baltimore, Baltimore is worse this year than they were last year. But last year for them beat them. So many things that happened for that to happen. So who knows? We'll it's, talk about later this week. Lamar's awful. So in the NFC, Green Bay is the one seed. They get off. Ugh. The next game is number two, New Orleans, against number seven, Chicago. All reports to that Drew Brees is retiring in this year as well, too. Yeah, I know, because his arm's about to turn into a flat tire, as it always does in the playoffs. Choo-choo, here we go. Train's not taking off. Do you think he off. gets Chicago. They're going to be at home in the Dome, so if like Brees is going to be okay. you honest opinion, if Taysom Hill is playing, they win. Oh, no, he's going to get cucked. Like, they're going to bring Taysom Hill in to throw deep passes and stuff. Dude, Drew they're Brees going is, to do it. Drew Brees is done. Uh, the next game, number he's gonna be on the sideline, like pumping his like arm yeah. up, like it's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a damn ball. I think we made this joke before, like two <laughs> years ago. I think so. By the way, it doesn't matter. It still stands to this day. So I love the joke. Uh, the next game, number three, Seattle against number six, Los Angeles. Seattle's a bunch of a holes. So I want to say that Seattle's gonna easily win, but they can easily just blow. Yeah, it. Seattle's like, never played a normal game. Yeah, it's. It doesn't make any sense because, by the way, regardless, I would never bet on this game because this game is going to be a two-point, three-point game Yeah, with Seattle versus Rams. And it's because Seattle's a bunch of douchebags. Well, and like Seattle's defense did a really good job taking away the middle of the field in their game they won against Los Angeles two weeks ago with Goff healthy. And without Goff, like, who knows? I don't uh, know. Who knows, man? Who knows? Um, and then the last game is going to be number 5 seed Tampa against either the Jets or Washington. Washington's up by... Is up 17-14 during halftime right now. Um, Did you see that Logan Thomas? Dude, they're beautiful. not going to lose. They're not going to lose when you have Alex Smith doing what he's doing. It's like Alex Smith just not making mistakes. But that's And just to let you know, spoiler alert too on this, who are they going to play in the first round? Washington? They're playing Tampa. I'm going to go this far. Wait, I can't go that far. Never mind. Yeah, but they'd be home though. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. Tom's going to be Tom. Yeah. And just to let you know, if Tom is Tom, and Tom goes to the Super Bowl, regardless of even if he goes to the NFC Championship, and he loses, I don't want to hear anybody. Yeah, I really don't want to hear. I told you, I said he was gonna look how bad Tom. 
Shut the hell Tom up. Tom was great this year. Like, just shut the hell up. He's the greatest of all time. He was very it's, good this year. He is better than everybody thought he would be. Matt, if he makes to the NFC Championship game, everyone looks like a bunch of R-words. I can't get my line to say that one. I don't like that word. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm not allowed to say it. Either way, it's just they look, they, it's bad because, <laughs> Tom, to me, this is what I laugh about with people. I'm not a New England. I'm not a Tampa fan. Yeah. It's just... How are you gonna keep? Have you ever met a Tampa fan? You. I've talked to. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I was I'm gonna t- say like you like. I haven't really been a Tampa fan this your year. Your Tommy though. Brady shirts over there with your Hawaiianness. Mm. No, like I'm surprised by how good um, Tom has been this year, and like I love their defense. A lot of things I about last year about happening this year came true, but with Tom Brady instead Jameis Winston, and that's a ridiculous throw. Uh, I like their great jerseys, too. you just saw a highlight too. of Tom, and you just said it's a ridiculous throw. Yeah. Because Jameis can't make that throw. Rolling right. No, Jameis can. Oh, but he would throw two or three other interceptions to top it off with, you know? By the way, I think that the New Orleans Saints are turning him into a running back, too. What? Oh, because everybody's sick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not even a good running back. Who knows? He's a big body. Yeah. I guess he'd be a fullback. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun next week. And I don't. Do you like the extra playoff team? Because I don't like it. The Colts should not be in the playoffs right now. Well, no, that's where I disagree with you. The Bears should not be in the playoffs right now. Okay, well, that I agree with you. The Colts lost to Jacksonville week one. They should not be in the playoffs right now. Even though it's kind of silly to me because I do, and again, I'm not going to probably change it. I think Chicago, if Drew Brees is the starter, Chicago's going to win. We'll we'll talk about that. I know, but that's my point, though, on why I kind of like it. I don't want to like it, but I think I like it. That's my argument. My thing is, though, it's like I love playoff football. Great. It's just going to be hard to watch um, six games. It's going to be hard to watch, or are you going to love watching It's nine hours. Oh, no. Nine hours. Oh, no. There's so much other great quality TV. Matt, I'm I'm watching Cartoon Network from 2001 (laughs) right now because TV is so awful. Yeah. What are we talking about? You can do other things and watch the television. That's all I'm saying. It's fine. It's fine. Let's go outside. Let's enjoy the weather. I love this. I like the Saturday 3 o'clock game, the Saturday night 7 o'clock game. I like Sunday at 12, Sunday at 3. I love it. Six games is a lot. I don't know how I'm going to write about it or how we're going to preview it, how we're going to talk about it, but we'll figure it out. Uh, and, you know, me saying this next week, I'm going to be like, you know, it was badass. You know how I loved? Dude, I know. And all you're going to be like is, Taylor, why are we in Vegas right now, dude? Oh, what I are know. we doing? We See? And I'm, you, I, I'm broke. Come on. I, in all you fairness. You just had to do it. In all fairness, come on. Taylor's off the market. He got himself a wedding ring. He got himself and making himself. Well, we'll do it next man. year. We'll I'm do being it. a big I'm man very proud here. of you. We'll do it next year. I though. went from 5'6 to 5'8. Yeah, we'll do it next year. Yeah. All right. We'll go next year, though. Fine. All right. Deal. All right. So that's our show for tonight. I don't know what we just did, but I think we're going to talk tomorrow, not you and I, but I'm going to talk to Tim. I want to talk to you. And we're going to wrap up the 2020 Texan season and answer all your really great listener questions. And then we'll be back on, I guess, we said Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday to preview yeah. the 2020 wildcard round. They're calling it the super wildcard round now. Dude, it's a good time. You're just being a hater is right it the, now, is it but the, you're going to love it next week. Is it the super divisional round two next weekend? We got six games next weekend also. Yeah, I'd say it's called the <sighs> super round. Oh, no, we got, damn. Okay, we only got, okay, good, good. We We only got four games next weekend, good. No. Yeah, we got four next, we got six this weekend, four next weekend. That's very good. All right. I'm okay with this now. All right, see? 
I thought it was going to be six. Such this. a baby. I'm very dumb. Um, so anyways, that's our show for and I. We'll be back on tomorrow. Oh, Adam Gates just got fired. It's official now. That one's so easy. Um, but we'll be back on tomorrow night. We'll be back on Thursday night. And I'll have some stuff to write as well, too, about you know the overall 2020 uh, NFL playoffs and everything, too. So until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Battle Red Radio. Thank you for being on the You don't come to my wedding, you're an ass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.